Um, this money we'll be looking at the title Free Slaves. Free Slaves. Free Slaves. Um, I know that sounds uh, very odd, but that's the life that we've been called to live a life of freedom, um, but at a cost. Free Slaves. Uh, key text, which is a long one, and I will try to read as quick as I can, is Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. And I'll be reading from the message version. So it's just relatable and we can really um, follow along and the practicality of, of that chapter. Uh, Romans is not an easy book. Um, but we just try to go through it again in the message version so we could um, chew it. Uh, it's titled here, When Death Becomes Alive. Um, and it's uh, about 23 verses, so I'll just read quickly. It says, so what do we keep? Uh, so what do we do? So what do we do? Question mark. So what do we do? Keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. Um, if, we'll, if we've left the country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our hold, in our hold house there? So if a country exists where sin is sovereign, how can we, and we said we've, we've left that country, how can we still live in a hold house that is there? Uh, he said, don't you realize that we packed up and left there for good? This is what happened in baptism. Uh, he said, when we went under the water, we, were, we left the old country of sin behind and we came out of the water. We entered the new country of grace, uh, a new life in a new land. Uh, I think this is something many of us can relate to. Uh, mostly, most of us are immigrants. We've left the old country to a new country. In this new country, you can't live in the old house. And so in baptism, we left the country of sin to the country of grace. He said, that is what baptism into the life of Jesus means. He said, we were lowered into the water. It's like the burial of Jesus. And we were raised out of the water. It's like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into the light-filled world by our Father so that we can, um, we can see where we're going in the new grace-sovereign country. Verse 6 said, Could it be any clearer? In our old life, uh, our old life was nailed to the cross with Christ, a decisive end of that sin miserable life. No longer at sin's every beck and call. What we believe is this if we get included in Christ's sin conquering death, we also get included in his life saving resurrection. I'll read that again. If we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, in his, de- in his death, since was, sin was conquered, if you actually participate in that, he said we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. We know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end of death at the, as the end. We know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end um, it was a signal of the end of death as the end. Let's bring that down a little bit for us. 
before Jesus, death was the end. Once you died, there was nothing afterwards. But said Jesus being raised from the dead gave a signal that death as an end, that was the end of it. There was something we were hopeful for. There was something that came on the back of death. Said never again will death have the last word. When Jesus died, he took sin down with him, but alive, he brings God down to us. Say so from now on, think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language that means nothing to you. Now, as many of us also have left our countries, when we, when we get to hear the local tongue, we're like, what are you speaking? So that's like, like when we left the country of sin, and we've, we've died to that, when sin, sin actually speaks to us, it's, we don't understand. So when sin says, go lie, you're like, what does that mean? When sin says, go steal, it's not a language that you understand anymore because you've left that world. You've, you're dead to that world. It's not a language. That language means nothing to you. Say, but God speaks your mother tongue. You hang, to every, you hang on every word. You are dead to sin and you are alive to God. That's what Jesus did. That means that you must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands that are connected to the very old way of life. So don't give sin a vote in the way you conduct your life. Don't give it the time of day. Don't run little errands. Don't say, oh, well, it's a small, it's a small thing. I mean, in the big picture... I'm working for God. I'm, I'm, I mean, I pray, I pay tithes. But yeah, I lie every now and then. It's very small errands, though. Say, no, don't give it the time of day. Say, don't run, don't run into errands that are connected to your old way of life. Say, throw yourself wholeheartedly and full time. Remember, you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. Sin can't tell you how to live. After all, you're not living under the old tyranny. Any longer, you are living in the freedom of God. After all, you're not living under the old tyranny any longer. Tyranny, you had no say, you had no choice. What sin says you do, you do. You are, you are the nature of sin. You are born into sin. Jeremiah says, he said, in sin, I'm, 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 I'm conceived. That's your nature. That's you, you've been nurtured in sin. And that, that's... Tyranny doesn't give room for democracy. There's no like my own voice. No. When sin says go, when sin says do, you do. He said, but we, we, we are now dead to that. We're not living under the old tyranny any longer. We're not living in the freedom of God. Which is so interesting because in that freedom, when God says do, we can choose not to do. So it's like we've learned that, that tyranny where we had no say, no choice, no voice into God's freedom. Then it says, what is true freedom? That's the next section of that book from verse 15. What is true freedom? Uh, many people say freedom is the way to the, the will to do anything I like. I can do what I like, when I like, how I like. Uh, that's, that's the world's definition of freedom. But what is true freedom? It says, so since we are out from under the old tyranny, does that mean that we can live any old way we want? I mean, since we are free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? Say, hardly. So that's because we've been saved 
just because we've escaped, just because we've been, we've been dead, we've been made dead to the old way of living, to the old tyranny, and our brought to God's freedom, does that mean that we can do whatever we want, we can live how we want, since we are free in the freedom of God? Say hardly. Say you know well enough from your own experience that there are small acts, there are some acts of the so-called freedom that destroys freedom. There are some acts of the so-called freedom that destroy freedom. He said, offer yourself to sin, for instance, and it's your last free act. So you say, oh, I'm free to tyranny. I'm now in the freedom of God. You committing that sin in itself only takes you back to that old era. It's your last free act that you've actually done in that freedom of God. Because it's like, yes, I'm, I'm doing whatever I like, but again, it's like, no. You have only just pretty much like revoked your freedom and gone back to tyranny. Because sin is, yeah, you, you think you did it by yourself, but no, sin is what you've just allowed to happen. He said, but offer yourself to the ways of God and the freedom never quits. Uh, which I say, title this in free slaves. Because when we are really brought into God's freedom, we're not brought to act the way we, 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 we want to. We're not brought into a uh, the grace covered all sins or I can do anything I want now. Which he said at the beginning, he said, can we, he said, can we, shall we be brought into grace and say sin? And, 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 shall we continue to sin and say grace will abound? He said, no, God forbid, let's not be so. And so he said, He said, but offer yourselves to the ways of God and the freedom will never quit. So it's a thing that we have to just choose that it is God that I will subject myself to. It is to his ways I will subject myself to. And in doing that, the freedom that we get from sin will always be there. He said, all your lives you've let sin tell you what to do. But thank God you've started to listen to a new master. When you hear the word master, there is subjection. That's master is, you can't be a master and that is your friend. Your master, you are subjecting yourself to a master. We've only changed masters. We've gone from a master that will not give us the room to do anything but what it wants us to do. And I, I will, at the end of it, it will be destruction. To a master that says, okay, yes, you are free from that. But now, there are new rules. He said, thank God, if I listen to a new master, one who commands, one whose commands set you free to live openly in his freedom. So we're not free to, to our own self. We're not free to our own will, to our own accord. We are free to new laws, new rules, a new country. We've left, we come to Ireland. We won't go and do something in Ireland and say, well, I'm free. I'm free from Nigerian government. Well, there is an Irish government. So he said, he commands command you, leave, uh, set you, uh, set you free to live openly in his freedom. Yes, there are freedom, freedoms here that you can't enjoy in Nigeria. Nigeria is 14 years for you to say you're, you're in a relationship with a man or a woman. That's 14 years imprisonment. There's a freedom of that here to do that. But it doesn't mean you will go kill somebody here and say, well, I, have, I came here to be free. But yeah, there are rules to be there are rules. Here to the, to govern to govern the state of you living here. So you killing somebody, you're penalized here. The country can choose 
to send you back to Nigeria where also killing somebody is also penalized. And so when we say we are we're free to we're free, we're living in a in a in a free era. Grace, grace, we can do all things. Grace, God has mercy. Mercy is it says uh, daily it's daily mercy. So every day, like it's not finishing, it's always retopped, it's always there for us. Like no, like when we sin, all we've done is revoke our status, our legitimacy, while we should be in that freedom in the first place, back to what we actually set free from in the first place. <coughs> and so I say, when I say free slaves, like yes, we want a new master. We're not free. We're not set free to become our own masters. We're not set free to do what we want, how we want, when we want it. But doing what he commands us, doing what he commands us, allows us freedom in, the, in, the, in, the, in his own freedom. Free slaves. Free slaves. He said, I'm using this freedom language because it's easy to picture. You can read, you can readily recall, can't you? I mean, these are people of Israel. They've they've got they've lived in Babylon, they've lived in Egypt, they've like they, they know what bondage and freedom is, so they can relate. And so so can we as well. See, I'm using this freedom language because you can use it to picture, you can readily recall, can't you? You say, how oh, one time, you know, the more you, the more you did, I uh, just felt like you're doing, uh, felt like doing, not caring about others, not caring about God, the worse your life became and less freedom you had. And many people say, say, uh, oh, people, that are, people that are in sin, they feel like they are, they are living life. Huh. Uh, if you've actually, like, gone out the path of sin, you know that it's not living life. Like, living life is just for a second. Like, but I mean, it's just you and yourself in the room. Like, you know you are, you're not living your own life. Like, life is living you. Like, you are on the beckon call of sin. Like, it's, you're not living your life. And I mean, if we are honest, we are that was the truth. But it appears, ah, it's glamorous, it's beautiful. But we see it in all the movies that we see it, celebrities, the economy club, the club 37, big stars who just die suddenly. Drugs, alcohol, like depression. They're like, ah, this guy, this guy, this guy gets paid to make people laugh and dead of depression. A comedian like that, like, how? The irony of life, that, not because that, the, 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 when they are by, by themselves in that closet, the, 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 the bondage of sin at the beck and call, whether it's drug, whether it's alcohol, whether it's sex, what, HIV, like just sin. Said, how much different is it now that you live in God's freedom? Your life's healed. And, you exp- uh, and expansive in holiness. He said, as long as, you, as long as you did what you feel like doing, ignoring God, you didn't have to bother what, uh, with right thinking or, or right living or right anything for that matter. He said, but you, but you call that a free life? What did you get out of it? It's nothing you're proud of now. What did he get you? A dead end. And that's the truth. Like, people that lived, people that lived life of sin, like, yeah, they might... But he said, well, the Bible says that one minute they're like roses and this and that, I mean, like, 
blown away. I think uh, Pierce Morgan put it in his um, Twitter bio. He said one minute you are you are the cock, you are the cock strolling on the on the sidewalk. Next thing you are the you're, your feather is used as dust, you're using your feather to dust dust um, the, the cushion and everything. One minute you are wanting, next thing you're you're gone. Michael Jackson, like name all, all the big stars, they all died young. They all, most of them died young. I, I, I'm not saying that again. Like yeah, they all they are all sinners and all. But like after of Christ, no matter how glamorous it is, there is a there is a brevity to it. And again, like that's not all the picture. That's not the all there is. Say so after after all this, what what, is, what did he get you? Magasin is dead. They are suing him in his in his death. He's dead. And they are suing him to pay people money. So that has died. Like like what like what life? What kind of, like why? So what like why, why did he live that kind of life? Yeah, Magasin is being sued. People are coming out of the wood and say, oh, he molested he molested me. He did this thing. People are the king of pop. Like people as legacy. Like put out. Um, what do you want to say? Um, like oh, beyond. Yeah, it's dead. But yeah. His estate, like he's, he's, he's still making money, like he still makes money to today. So he's he's sued. His 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 um his company is is what is being sued. So he can actually like compensate and pay millions to those children that, that come out and say uh, he molested them. But what kind of life is that? Like I mean, why 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 did So yes, he lived well. He touched people life. He infected but ah, but you know they said uh, you know children. He touched children. Like sin. Life outside of Christ. Again, I'm not saying it's good to I'm just saying like that's cloud. So to what end? So what did he get you? A dead hand. Say, so, but now that you found. Say, so, but now that you found that like, you don't have to listen to sin, uh, listen to sin to tell you what to do. And you have discovered the delight of listening to God, uh, listen to God telling you, what a surprise. Just imagine it. And I, I mean, I, I really like how this, which I, I said, what you read from, from this from this chapter, um, it, it, it made sin, it personified sin, it made sin look like a human being. So there is God, because many of us we we always think, oh, God is human, but sin is a verb, it's just this abstract thing. But no, like sin is a devil, and the devil is, it's is a is a. It can be personified. Yeah, it's a spirit, it's a this thing, but yeah, the devil God made. <laughs> yeah? It's a being, exactly. That's what I was looking for. It's a being. And so, when they say you are a slave to sin, it's not you are a slave to this, this ideology or this thing. No, there is a person, there is a force that's wrestling between, between you and God for your soul. Said, said Moses said the angel had to fight for the body of Moses because the devil came to claim rights. Say, ah, it's for me. He died. He, died. he was angry. He was not. He was unworthy. He didn't make the to make it to promised land. So I have to claim it. I don't know. God has to fight to claim the body of as a dead, a dead person of whom I would like God used mightfully to rescue his people of Israel from, from Egypt. <laughs> and so there is that force. Sin is there. He said the he's always beckoning like there's a, a tyranny, like just a, a, a dictator. Looking to subjugate and put us down, and if once he puts gets his claw into you, he will not let go. It's like a bulldog; he will hold on as fast. Tight, he won't come out in your strongest, in your strongest way. You are strong. It's like oh, 
this one is uh, it does not flinch to women. Yeah, okay. It, it, what does it flinch to? Oh, it's meat. Okay, it's meat. We come to the meat. Because with meat, you drink more. We're drinking, then the women come. Like, it's... The devil is so cunning and it's so like he would come at you and he would the devil is not I mean like you know how we say oh um every soul is uh, very better to God. God wants every soul. The devil as well wants every soul, as many souls as he wants. So he's not relenting at all to say, Oh, I will spare I will spare this one and apparently there are ten months. Say no. So when he when he binds the when the, the, the devil is cast out of a person Said he goes, eh? He will come back. Ah, empty house. He won't. Have, he won't come by himself. Oh. He will and call brethren, <laughs> seven more demons, so they can actually like put a stronger hold. What I mean? Why is that? Why is that the tactic? To make it harder. And that's that's that, let's imagine that. Imagine somebody falling backsliding like ten times. That many demons that person is already like carrying. God sets you free, so it's freedom. You came and, and then you say, "Oh, sorry, I've got the question. I can discuss after after service." God sets you free. I say, "Okay, yeah, I'm free now." But I'll do what I like, and then you commit sin. The devil says, "Oh, he's back." Brings seven of his friends, enter, and we pray. God, mercy, 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 mercy. Seven leave. Seven go. Sometimes seven. Forty nine. Sometimes seven. 49 will come back. We pray, they God the message will deliver us. For 49, go for that, for that is 49. For that is 7. So, so it's, not a, it's not a lead, it's a geometric. Like, and so this, we can't afford to, to be switching masters as we like dilly dally. Like, oh, you know, God is so good. Yeah, God is merciful. But the devil will fight to keep you. And so, when you say we are free slaves, like, we can't... I think the open I'm trying to paint here is just that we shouldn't just, like, take it for granted that we have this loving master who cares for us, who will not impose his will on us, who wants good for us. He said, no. Like, once, we, he said the, once you commit sin while in grace, he said, that's your last free act. That takes you back to tyranny country. I'll take you back to Christ. He said, but now that you found out, you don't have to listen to, the, to what sin tells you what to do. I have discovered the delight of listening to God tell you. So what a surprise. A whole, healed, put together life right now. It's whole, it's healed, it's put together right now. So it's more and more life on the way. It, I mean, you, and that freedom, that freedom, when you, come, when you came to Ireland, the freedom you had on your first year, the freedom you had on your, on your, in your second year, your third year. I, I mean, for example, I came... My, my first year, I had like one stamp. I couldn't work for more than 20 hours in, during the term and 40 hours during the holiday. That was a freedom of some extent. After my school, I got my employment this year. That made me work as much as I want. After that one, I got my, I'm applying for my citizenship. That gives me a level of freedom. That said, the freedom God continues to increase. So the more we spend, so we can say, oh God, but why, why, why is God a master? Why, why am I not free? But at the more you spend with Him, the more that freedom expands and expands. And then, like, when sin comes at, at, and says, oh, can you do this more errand for me? In fact, after a while, like, sin will not even try to come because, like, to what end? So that, when we, the more and more we spend in God's, in God's freedom, and the more and more we do His will, that freedom expands. 
and it goes beyond us to our lives, to our community, to our families. Because people want to like, ah, like, how are you living this life? How come you're not shaking? You're not, you're not moved. Like, like, say, say courage. Say courage is not an absence of, absence of fear. You know, you've, you've known, you've mastered fear. You've known, like, what you have, what you carry, and the person that you now serve. You know, I mean, you know who's your master. That when devil, when devil comes, you're like, huh, do you know a guy? Do you know the boss? Do you know the person I report to? Summarize here, it says, work hard. Say, uh, say, work hard for sin your whole life and your pension is debt. So, when we are at the, at the every beggar call of sin, when sin says this, we do that. Say, yeah, do it, work hard, do it very well. Say, at the end of it, your pension, your reward is debt. Say, but God's gift is real life, internal life. Delivered by Jesus, our master. So yes, Jesus loves us. We are joint heirs with Christ. Yes, God is our father. Yes, but he's also our master. And if he was our master, we are slaves. Yes, he will not force us. He will not, he will not like, press us down. He won't like, keep us in bondage. But he has he said we have to live by his commands because in his commands we get freedom. We in his, by doing what he's t- told us to do, we continue to live in that freedom. By keeping the laws of the land, we continue to live in the freedom that the land has afforded us. But breaking that law, breaking that, so that would be our last act of freedom. Because if you did it on that freedom, you're free to do that. That's how you did it. But that as long as you've broken that law, that takes you back to tyranny. And the devil, as I have said, will not make it easier for us to live. Uh, in God's original design, we are meant to be masters. He said, um, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. Let's make him rule. Uh, he said, you've crowned our head with honor and put everything on our feet. So in God's original design, we are meant to be, yeah, master, we meant to be like kings and masters. But after man fell and um, sin and death set in, um, said um, in we're shaped in iniquity. Some of us said said build. I was, I'm shaped in iniquity in sin. My mother conceived me. Uh, Hebrews two verse eight says, "Yet at present we do not see everything subject to them." Uh, said the heart of man is like said it during the Sunday um, open heavens. Uh, so, so said the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And the wages of sin is death in Romans 6 23. But we think that, that that's not the last chapter. I said death did not end at death. Now we have something beyond death. As Jesus just came and redeemed us. Um, we, see, we see in Romans 6 23. Like it did end as saying the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, and Abel 29 says, But we do see Jesus, who he has made lower than angels, um, said, now crowned with glory. Because he has suffered death. So Jesus was actually suffered the death that we should have actually like uh, beard. He paid the price of that sin, that wage of that sin. And Second Corinthians 5 17 it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. Uh, and finally, Matthew 11 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But again, there is a cost, there is a price. 
It's not free rest. Said, said, take my, he said, take upon, he said, take my yoke, for it is, it is light. It's easy. It's, it's not as heavy as the, the bondage that the devil actually subjects you to. But there is a price, there is a cost. How many of us, we, we hear the prodigal son story. And we, all, all of us, we always think that the, the son was reinstated. <laughs> yes, he became a son again. But one thing the father told the other son was like, everything I have is yours. That boy does not, does not get an inheritance again. He has got his inheritance. That's the end of it. That was the price he paid for him departing the father in the first place. So there is a price, there is a cost. He said the gift doesn't mean it's free. Someone else paid it for us. Jesus paid it for us. That's why it's a gift for us. But someone has to pay for it. When you go to shop, when you, say, when you get somebody like, oh, this is your wedding gift. You paid for it before you, you get a gift. Yeah, for them it's a gift, but there was a transaction that happened behind doors. For that gift to be made possible. And so that cost is there. So all things are past the world, behold, all things become new. So there's a cutting away, there's a purging, there's a removal, there's a cleansing, there's a leaving of the old country to the new country. So take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly hearted, and you shall find rest unto your soul. We'll find rest, but there is a weight. There is something. Uh, I just pray that God give us the grace uh, to. In our newfound freedom as Christians, in our newfound freedom as believers, that we actually live to the fullest. We actually expand in that freedom. We obey God's command and not find ourselves defaulting back to old country, back to uh, a, 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 a type of slavery that huh, only becomes harder and harder for, for us to get set free from. I will pray that even as we find ourselves in this freedom, the book will not stop with us, but will be, it will be impressed upon our hearts to also help others, facilitate others to find our freedom as well. But the only way it becomes easy, or the only way it becomes possible for that to happen is if in ourselves we do remain in that freedom. Um, we are free slaves. God has called us a life of freedom, but there is a standard, there is command, there are rules that we're meant to live. And we know of this the more we meditate and spend time with God. The more you read the constitution of the country, the more you know the rules. The more we read the Bible, the more we know God's rules. And when we keep it, we remain in His freedom and we grow in His freedom. And may that be our portion in Jesus' name. Let's bow our prayer and say, God, give me the grace to remain free. Give me the grace to, to live in your freedom, to, to, to do all I need to do to remain in your freedom. Uh, we'll come against anything that will take us back. He said, he said Cause is he that puts his hand on the plow and looks back. I, the, the kingdom of God is not something we can step in and out of, like up in, up out. It's not an up and off bus. Like it's something that we, we, we climb into and hold on with everything that we have because we can't afford to fall off the wagon. Say, God, me the grace, O Lord, to hold on, O Lord, to with everything I have. Give me the grace, O Lord, to hold on to this newfound freedom, O Lord. A freedom in which I am better off. In a freedom that I, in which I have everything I need. A freedom in which I have, I don't get free for cool. I don't get for doing. I don't get, I just have because I am in that freedom. But give me the grace, O Lord, to... To continue to live and not fall off the wagon, to fall back to old ways, O Lord, because it only gets worse, it only gets harder to climb back over, Lord. And let's just.
take a moment to pray for all those who are still in old country, who are still in the same country, who are still under the devil's bondage and, 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 uh, and rule that are crying, that are longing for something better, something different. I said, God, uh, set this one's free, Lord. We can, we can, we can preach, we can, we can evangelize. But it's the Holy Spirit that convicts the sinner, oh Lord, and the one that brings one, Lord, to repentance. So let God give people who, for as many who are crying to you today, oh Lord, from old country, oh Lord, looking for this newfound freedom that we've had in you, oh Lord. Oh Lord, Use us, O Lord. I mean, use us to play our part, O Lord. But God, Lord, send your healing power, your restoration power, your salvation power, O Lord. In this nation, Ireland, in Nigeria, wherever, O Lord, they are found, O Lord. As well as crying, O Lord, for freedom, for peace, O Lord, for, for salvation, O Lord. Let your work, Lord. Let your spirit, let your, let your power move, O Lord, to set this one free, O Lord. And count us, O Lord. Use us, O oh Lord. Cause us what it to be used, O oh Lord, in the liberation of this one, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. But most of it, most of all, O oh Lord, we, like we ourselves don't, don't stand wanting, O oh Lord. After having, after being used, O oh Lord, to come with to freedom, we ourselves don't fall by the wayside. We don't fall off the wild one, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering prayer. Take all the glory, O oh Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's give an offering. Let's take an offering to God. Well, as we take an offering, today is uh, mission day. We will take additional.